Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here to kick off another weekend with us here on the show. It's Scott, Ricky, and myself, and we are talking about planning a very last-minute trip to Walt Disney World. It can be done, but you have to think about a few things a little bit differently, like your theme park reservations, your ADRs, and also adjust your expectations. Not in a bad way, because you can get a lot done, and it actually opens up quite a few opportunities, and we talk about why Genie Plus really comes through for last-minute trips. So I think you're going to enjoy today's show. Don't forget, today's podcast always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. You can see all the services they offer you for no cost to you over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's one extra click, and it really does help us out with every purchase you make on Amazon. Bookmark it and use it as often as you can. We'd sure appreciate that over at BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. Finally, thank you sincerely to our patrons who support the show each and every month. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us over there, please come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2075 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. We've made it to another weekend like we've been doing here on the show for over 14 years. It's amazing how that happens. And for all of our teachers out there, you guys are trucking on towards a summer vacation here shortly. You're making it. You're almost through April. So strap in. I know state testing is happening all around the country here shortly. I just remember my teaching days, like mid-April to late April was like stress city. You're not, oh, not to summer yet. And this is the most important teaching time of the year because you're trying to cover all the things that are going to be assessed on the state assessment where a lot of teachers are judged. It's not right, but that's how it happens. And you're like, oh my gosh, my kids have to know how to do 39 skills and I got to teach them in the next seven school days. So have fun with that and uh, good luck with that. But know that a great summer vacation is uh, coming up soon. And we appreciate all of our teachers. Just want to shout out the teachers today here on a Friday and everybody else, but especially the teachers today. So joining me today, we're going to have a fun show talking about planning a last minute trip to Walt Disney World. And speaking of Walt Disney World, last minute, she's there right now. We have Ricky, but by the magic of podcasting, she's here with us too. But uh, we're heading down to... Uh, the land of Georgia, where she's broadcasting from at this point, but she's actually in Disney as you're listening to today's show. But you can catch her over at themouseforless.com. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Friday. Happy Friday. And yes, today, uh, well, when this comes out, I will be at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I wonder why. <laughs> why? Has something know. to do with the earth, perhaps? Yeah, maybe it has something to do with earth and anniversary of the park or, you know, something along those lines. So, <laughs> so I saw so. that they're going to have some new uh, characters on flotillas. I think I saw was one of the things they're doing. Yeah, they're celebrating, obviously, this week because it is the anniversary week and also Earth Week. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to, to I haven't I haven't been to Animal Kingdom in a long time. So uh, it's it's uh, it's good to be uh, heading back over there. So, uh, yeah, we'll head over to Animal Kingdom and we're going to go to Epcot. 
uh, and we're just gonna have a good time. Uh, got a little Hollywood Studios action going in there. No Magic Kingdom yet, but I'm sure we'll park up. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to a fantastic weekend in Walt Disney World this weekend. We're gonna talk about that Magic Kingdom predicament here in just a second yes. with today's topic, yes. because that goes right okay. along with what we're gonna talk about. But there you go. Joining us today again. If he was in St. Louis, he'd be Jose Okendo. He's the secret weapon. He's the ultimate pinch hitter. He can play all nine positions if you ask him to. Your friend and mine, hashtag Scotty G. Scott, what's going on? And also, Disney's Animal Kingdom's biggest fan. So he's a little offended about, already. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> I love that little title you put on me. Maybe we should put that in my lower third here, Scott I, I, I would, but I'll not change that a lot. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, I make a point to go to Animal Kingdom every single trip, uh, sometimes twice a trip. Wow. Um, just love it there. Um, just the cool environment. Love the music. Love the atmosphere. It's just like every other Disney park. It's just fantastic. But yeah, happy to be here on a Friday. Hopefully I'm going to play some golf this weekend because the weather is going to be better in Michigan. Finally. So you did give up. Me, Mike. You did give up some. Uh, you're welcome. And glad to have you. Thanks for coming on and filling in. Uh, but yeah, you did give up golf there for a very special occasion, which I'm so glad you did. It was your your mother-in-law's uh, birthday and you had yep. the choice to golf or to, to dinner with mother-in-law. And yep, you made the right call. I went, I went with the mother-in-law and you know what I learned on that trip? Um, I had no idea. That, but our great friend Jocelyn has been booking them a trip where they're just going to be a universal no parks. They just wanted to see some palm trees and some sunshine. They couldn't find a hotel anywhere in Florida, really. So they're staying at, uh, is it Sapphire Falls? Is yes. that a you know, Yeah, Sapphire Falls. Sapphire Falls. So they're going to stay at my in-laws right now, Ricky, are at Sapphire Falls, not far from where you're at. Nice. They're just, they're just hanging out at the pool for a week is what they're doing. That's awesome. That's a very uh, blue and white hotel down at uh, yes. University. <laughs> That's what I remember because I remember we did that training and we saw we did they're called hotel inspections when you go on these AEPs these you know like uh, trainings and I mean we were down there because we did all the Walt Disney World hotels we did all the Universal hotels we did all the Disney Springs we saw so many hotels and uh, you know so like they start running together you know the ones you hadn't stayed in you know because I was like I've seen French Quarter dude I, I don't need to see the rooms in front I've stayed here a million times I've seen Pop Century but you know you, you're going through so you don't want to be rude. But I just remember Sapphire Falls. It was very nice, but I just remember it was blue and white. <laughs> like it is blue like, and white. You know, I'm like a teacher. I'm like, okay, that's the blue and white hotel. <laughs> and then Royal Pacific, that's the Polynesian at Universal. <laughs> and then Cabana Bay, that is Pop Century on steroids. <laughs> you know, I had, I had all these like little tips, but yeah, it's a cool place. And, and but, I mean, Hard Rock. Ricky, I mean, Hard Rock's its own thing. Like, it, it was rocking. That pool was Hard so Rock crazy. is definitely its own thing, man. It is crazy. And you can actually rent a guitar. Well, you know, borrow a guitar yeah. and play it. Cool. Look at all this universal chat. I know. I know. Well, and, and, I mean, you've stayed at a Portofino, right, Scott? Have you yeah, I've been it? at Portofino. Yep. I mean, that place is yep. so sweet, too. I mean, holy It was God. sweet. Yep. It was really nice. I just wish the weather would have been better when we stayed there. Like, we really couldn't take advantage of the pool. I do have this great memory though of Steve Forrester and Elizabeth doing like this. They played some pool game and there was like two little kids with them and they were just like so competitive. It was uh, entertaining to watch. But uh, yeah, Portofino was pretty awesome. That's awesome. Competitive, competitive is what life's all about. Life is a yes. competition. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, it was, I swear like they were gonna take down some kids over like a little <laughs> plastic toy, but. It's it was entertaining a, for me and Pam. It's not about the prize. It's about what the prize symbolizes. Totally. Yes. That's what I, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I know right. it's terrible. Anyway. So 
today. We're working real quick, though. You mentioned I, I, before we get into my story, because today's kind of about me, which I hate yeah. that. But well, I mean, when isn't it? But that's so, fine. Yeah. So besides Earth Day, though, I mean, do you have anything that you're going to be doing that people can watch on social media just so they can kind of look you up? So that like, so yeah, absolutely. Day, what else? Like, what's the goal? So obviously, um, a big goal is to experience Epcot for the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. Um, so I went um, for a day at the beginning of the festival, um, but now we're in the season where, you know, the, the blooms are really starting to pop and everything like that. And the, the topiaries are growing in nicely and the flower beds are growing in great. And you've got the, the butterfly house where there's actually going to be butterflies in there and everything like that. So um, I'm going to go around. Brian's going to be with me this time. So we're going to try a bunch of food booths um, and just have a really, really nice time uh, for the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. Um, and then, like I said, probably um, head over to Hollywood Studios um, for a little bit on Sunday before we leave. Um, just to kind of, you know, of course, get in, get in a little good Hollywood Studios time because we do love that park. Um, and, you know, since Animal Kingdom usually closes early, I'll probably try to sneak over to Magic Kingdom on Friday night after the park closes or a little bit before, but, um, you know, it's just, um, we've got, we've got some plans, may have some things, you know, if, if we were talking before, you know, uh, the rumor is that Salt and Straw is going to be opening this, you know, potentially this week. So if that opens, I'll head over there to Disney Springs. Of course, I'm going to have to eat some ice cream, right? If that opens. Yeah, and you, so, you should probably clarify Salt and Straw is the new ice cream place that actually, and this, this, this tears me up. And my wife even mentioned this, I was telling her about it uh, last night is that this is actually in the slot where Ample Hills was yes, going Ample to go Hills. at Disney Springs. Oh, but, but, so it's cool. Salt and Straw is coming, you know, like, but like, what do you do when you're at Disney Springs when you want a, a dessert or a treat? There's like 15 different options. Like, but ice, cr ice cream is, a different, but I, I always want ice cream. Like, and I, they yes. need ice cream because you can ice cream other places too. Where else Disney besides Spring. Ghirardelli though? No, um, that's it. Well, Oh, they do right. need well, ice cream in my spot in my place. <laughs> <laughs> Check. <laughs> Give me a couple minutes, Mike. I'm gonna come up with something. No, but I no. I, I mean, you're right. There's tons of desserts. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. I'm just like in the summer, man. I just need ice cream. Oh, you can get ice cream at Sprinkles too. They you have can, ice cream. yes, you can. I have gotten that there, and you can also. And I think you, can you can get, get it at the donut shop too, maybe. I Everglades, maybe. yeah. Uh, can you? No, maybe no. Not. This but there's places, to get, there's, there's places there's, to get ice okay, cream. Okay, let me let me play the music here. We're gonna play a game. Ten seconds. Oh, we're gonna get ice cream. Get ice cream. <laughs> yeah, five and ten ice cream places at Disney Springs. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, but it's yeah. so dessert heavy. I mean, I, I, I'm it glad is. to see something else coming in. I mean, I'm not gonna knock new stuff I, coming in, but all right. Here, I'm just throwing it out there. Here's what they should bring in. It may not, may, you know, it's still snacky. Here we go. But I think it would be diner. genius. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's a diner. Put it in the diner. Uh, all right, we know how popular the egg rolls are at the Magic Kingdom. What if you had an egg roll, like you know, different kinds of egg rolls in a cart, uh, you know, or at a, at a at one of those booths? I think it would be good. They just need a food saying. truck that has that in that little food truck garden there on the west side. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could do that, but I think I think you know they could have taken over you know one of those little little kiosks and and put in a uh an egg roll area i think that'd be really good do it disney you know where the ice cream you know where the salt and straw needs to go is actually like you know how sorry i know i'm going off topic here a little no, bit totally you know, going today's yeah. topic does not take that long so this is actually but, really, i'm doing this on purpose <laughs> you know where the salt and straw needs to go is like so 
the hub of the Skyliner is at Caribbean Beach. You need to put like yes. an ice cream stand right out there. Yes. The only concern is though, like people bring ice messy. cream onto yeah, the, yeah. Skyliner. On the Skyliner. Skyliner. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They had just have idea. a rule that's very clear: no ice cream on the on the gondolas. That would be so many people go through there because you have to get off at that's at true. Caribbean Beach, and then you can just boom go get some ice cream. That they could set up a cool ice cream. Not the worst idea, or some sort of snack stand there. Either way, outside the Joffrey's, yeah, Joffrey's is great, you know. But you know, some sort of snack stand would be really good over there too. But see, if you did that, okay, I I like this. I like that we're spitballing this right here. Okay, so let's think about this. Okay, so you have an ice cream stand at the Caribbean Beach Skyliner Station. But see, here's what I would do: I would buy a cone. I would get it. Say, you know, like in the line. And so I'm always trying to judge, okay, how fast can I eat this cone and how long is that line for the Skyliner to Epcot? Yeah. Usually it's not that long because the Skyliner is super right. efficient. It's that line is super quick. Yeah. Okay, so usually it's not going to be a factor. And you probably The only time it's long is in the morning. You're probably not going to have an ice cream cone at 730. But here's the thing. You would have to almost have like an, like a, you know, like if you're riding on the highways through Tennessee, I don't know, you guys probably don't drive. I drove to Disney all the time, but if you drive on like uh, 75 or 24, like through the mountains of, you do Ricky, mm-hmm. of, of you, you know, like Southeastern United States, yep. they have these like tray, these uh, truck runoff lanes. Yes. Like where if your 18 wheeler gets like out of control. I've seen yes. these actually. I've seen these, Mike. So, I've seen yes. Them. So, yes. Need, uh, so, so they, it's an ice cream runoff lane. Right. Wait, so they, I didn't get no, my ice cream. No, so like, you, so you get like, you should only got like a single single scoop but you got a triple scoop right. and so right. you misjudged it and your your gondola is ready so now you got to take the the ice cream uh truck runoff Run lane off and lane. just kind of park over there in the gravel till you finish your ice cream then you get to hop right back in i was wondering <laughs> I like where that. you were going with this but you brought it back real nice mike i'm just saying you were going off on a tangent there for a minute i'm like i'm just gonna go with them and see where he goes. i mean but hey i should be an imaginary I'm just saying. Where else would you put the ice cream? So if we're getting all these treats at Disney <laughs> Springs, where's another place where you could put it? I mean, with the boardwalks, got their like yeah. boardwalk. I always forget about that place though. Again, now that the, now the, Ample Hills is gone, I, I forgot about that last trip. But yeah, that's true. I mean, they could have put it there, but of course, you know, and just taken back over the boardwalk. The, the TTC need, could use a little love. Like they, oh, they could yeah. put TTC, out there. yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of cool, yeah. Before you get back to your car or whatever, like you just eat some ice cream in the parking lot, like. Yeah, but again, you have that problem of you get you're at the TTC and you're you're thinking you misjudge it. You're like, oh, I can I can eat this before I get on the monorail, and then the monorail moves faster than you think it is, and then you're stuck. So. Yeah. yeah. So we just figured out why exactly why there's not ice cream spots near transportation. <laughs> But yeah, you know exactly. what? You know where it would actually work way better than the than the um, than the Skyliner station. I mean, pr- if you're talking practical purposes, put a put a uh, ice cream stand on the way out of Epcot towards the bus stops because those bus yes. stops. Like, I'm always that's waiting a good, a good thirty minutes. I mean, maybe it's because I'm always staying like a Pop Century or someplace that's no, got seven thousand rooms. But you know, I could probably eat like a quadruple scoop and still like have Here. a cheeseburger after before my bus comes <laughs> at park closing. There you go. <laughs> Here's where I've said time and time again, needs better snacks, has terrible snacks, all things considered. And that's Animal Kingdom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott. I know you love the park, but their snacks are trash. Uh, they really, really, really. They, okay, they have the best snack in the world. They have corn. Okay. Corn is <laughs> awesome. I, I'm with you. 
I'm with you. I like corn as a snack. It's 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 uh, boring at home, but it's fun on vacation. That is like the best the corn only, ever. The only corn that is good is the corn during the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival, which they have right now. And I forget which booth it's at right now because it's at a different booth than it has been in the past few years. Colonel that Cobbs. corn is good because they put a garlic butter spread on it and it's fantastic. But the corn that's at Animal Kingdom is not in a garlic butter spread. Therefore, it is not good. It is just plain corn. I'm out on plain corn. They don't have very good snacks. Uh, no, it's terrible. I'm not a fan of Animal Kingdom and their lack of snacks. Like that's just—it's not good. They need better snacks. I'm—I'm—I'm. I'm, I'm, I think they I'm have wanting... great snacks. They always got those like cool carts like on the pathways, you know? No, like, they what... don't. All okay. they—I they have Mickey ice cream bars, and that's all I see. They have—they—they they may have cool savory spot yeah, stuff but I'm those are about. those yeah. are never open first of all sometimes they um, are but you're true they're they're closed a lot of times yeah but. exactly and that but they don't have a lot of sweet stops i'm just saying and i don't like dole whip so the one place is out for me because i'm not we just gotta bring the animal poo back yeah they were shaped like animal turds i'm just saying we yeah. gotta bring it back. It lasted one week. It needs to come back longer. <laughs> My apologies, Mike, for derailing us. No, I know you had another topic, but hey, like, I mean, every time I, to talk about ice cream, I and taught snacks, sixth grade. Like, this was like court. a Friday teaching sixth grade, right there. Um, back in the day, it took me right back to like 2012. Uh, okay. hey, at least it was on topic with Disney. Yeah, totally. goodness knows we would have gone completely off topic on something completely not. And Disney the, the corn, all I can think of is the corn, Ricky, and you can appreciate this. Six Flags, our Six Flags in St. Louis, there was a place called uh, Colonel Cobb's right there by the River uh, King Mine Train during the, yeah, during the fall yes. festival where you could get the corn. Okay. Yeah, totally. All nice right, to all right, open. that's good. But I'm I will say saying. about corn, though, like, I, I love the Animal Kingdom corn. I, that's fine, Ricky, that you don't like it, but like, Mike, when we're at Disneyland, we have to get corn out there because that is like a Southern California like rule. Like you have to eat corn at Disneyland. So I'll, I'll eat, I'm eating everything. I'm gonna come home yes. like, and not be able to walk. But okay, you got it real quick. What's the name of the Mexican thing? I got to get at the the character meal. Oh, chili Okay, that's or, it. I gotta get shirt that says I gotta get the Kias. The, those are the best. Yeah, it's that's, the best you just Mexican keep talking about these things. Like I mean, thing. yeah. So chili quies, I'm ready. If, if, if you I'm have it on day you. one, you're gonna want it every day. So like, choose wisely when you want to have it in the trip. No, I'm having but. it on day one. That way, I can enjoy it for a week. Um, okay, yes. there you go. So I don't want to miss out. I don't want to be disappointed. Okay, anyway, so to today's topic, hopefully you enjoyed that 15 minutes of just total <laughs> randomness. But I mean, we can only do that on a Friday, and you're just hanging out with us. We're having a good time, getting ready for the weekend. So today. I wanted to talk about, we're headed down to Walt Disney World actually next Thursday. So in six days. Now, here's the deal with, I'm a, right, I'm a travel planner, but I did not plan this trip. Again, I've talked about this. This is the cheerleading trip where we go down with Mallory's cheerleading squad and it's called the Summit. So it's this huge cheerleading competition. It starts, first of all, with Worlds. Those are the best cheerleading athletes in the world. They're the highest level. Then we come in, we're the Summit. We're kind of the middle of the pack. And then after that, there's some smaller gyms. They're just as good of athletes, but they're just smaller gyms. And it's called the D2 Summit. So there's like three different weeks of this going on over to ESPN Wide World of Sports. So if you're down, bottom line is, Ricky, well, you're down there. You're going to see a lot of cheerleaders this week. But you're going to see the world's cheerleaders, which are the crazy like ones you'll see on like Netflix. Like these are the ones gotcha. you'll see this weekend. The ones that are like on that cheer show. There was, a, there was okay. a show called Great Whites. From They're all there this week. Anyway, so okay. we'll be down on Thursday, and they compete over the weekend. Like, Mallory competes Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
So anyway, getting to the planning, I, I stay out of this. Let me just tell you. You might think, well, Mike's, Mike's a travel agent. Mike should go to that gym and be like, let me just tell you how we do all this stuff. Mike has gotten smart in his old age. There are nine squads going to Summit at our gym, and there's a ton of cheer moms involved. And you do not want to butt heads with cheer moms. I've just learned this. If you've, if you've ever hung out with cheer moms and cheer dads, they're competitive and they're, they're, they have opinions. So I don't even, I try not to even let it. I mean, they all know at this point that I do a Disney podcast. They know that I'm a travel agent, but I have nothing to do with any of this. I'm just a spectator. I go down, I nod my head. They're like, we're doing a team dinner at Planet Hollywood on Friday night. I'm like, mm -hmm, we'll be there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tell, tell me one time. I don't care. That's going to be good, but no, all right. No, that's I, fine. You know, no, you know what? Because I, I haven't been there. I went to the media that's event true. back when it opened, when they redid it. And I actually had yes. a really good chicken sandwich there by oh, it was put good. it was made by like that guy Fieri guy, I think, or somebody. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. Guy. Yeah, it had like it had some like like sauce. I remember the chicken I can't remember like I yeah. remember sandwich from like twenty fifteen. He's connected to that restaurant, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it was a but great he's also the chicken guy too. I don't even know he if it's still the chicken guy. I mean, I doubt yeah. that sandwich is still on the menu. It was like five, six, seven years ago. But the thing is, i here's how I'm looking at it. I've I've never even eaten there. So Good or bad, it's going to be a new experience. The girls are going to love it. Like they're playing in Hollywood, yeah. they're going to have fun. So I'm, I'm like all about that. So anyway, I'm not planning this trip. But bot so here's the, the focus of today's show. So we were recording the show on Monday. So on Monday afternoon, Pam finally. I mean, I have been on her, and it's not her fault either. She's been on other people up the up the mm -hmm. chain. I'm like, okay, we're going in. You know, this was like three months ago. Like we're going in three months. And then it was like, we're going in like 60 days. Then it was like, we're going in a month. I need to know the confirmation numbers to tie everything into my Disney experience so we right. can make some theme park reservations and like start planning this trip. Well, mm -hmm. just today, 10 days before our trip, I get our confirmation numbers for the tickets. So I, I immediately link Pam's they, with our package, the girls, Pam and uh, Mallory get three-day park hoppers. So I link Mallory's ticket to the, to my day's experience, Pam's ticket, and then I have an annual pass that's still available. So right then, everybody's now got tickets. We're staying offside at the Holiday Inn Express. I'll be smart. Um, and so first thing, what do I do? I go to make theme park reservations. What do you think? Well, Ricky, you probably know. What do you think the situation was is today when I went to make theme park reservations as a non-resort guest and is a regular for Pam and for Pam and Mallory is a just a regular ticket holder. I'm gonna guess that you had trouble making theme park reservations because things were not available. Right, there was one park available. Which park? For for oh, two Epcot. of the three days, Epcot. Okay, so yeah. what, so what do you do when you're making a last minute trip? Now the good news is they have park hopper tickets. So, and the thing is with the gym, the gym's rule for this trip is the girls cannot be in the theme parks on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Cause it's a business trip, right? They got to cheer, but they have three day tickets and we're only going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So, I mean, we're only, you know, if they can't be in the, for those three days, they, so they only leaves two other days. So I did make right. a reservation for Sunday that if they happen to not make the last day, like make finals. We have a backup plan. Anyway, so what do you do? Mike's I, gonna like. I'm there's gonna, gonna be a headline. Some, no. Six foot four trips girls. No. Heading to the gym. I want them to. <laughs> hey, did we just not talk about how competitive I am like ten minutes ago? I want to win. Yeah. Bad. I will. But I've you really want to go high with studios too. Yeah. Right. I, exactly. No, yeah. I yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I don't care about going to the studios, but I, I would rather win. 
Um, Because they came in fourth a couple years ago, and it was like heart-wrenching because we almost won. We were so close. Dang New York team. Um, Anyway, so so I made them for Epcot, and so we have park Mm -hmm. hoppers. So we're going to go to the Magic Kingdom. We're just going to hop later in the day or hop to the studios um, or, you know, whatever we want to do. But that's what you got to do. I don't know. So, Ricky, when you plan last minute trips, because you'll head down, like you say, you do this all the time. Like, oh, something's going on. I'm going to drive down for the weekend or for a couple of days. Like, what what are your concerns when it comes to last minute trips? Things like this. Yeah, obviously, making sure you have park reservations is going to be key. It's it's the one reason why I really, really detest the park reservation you know, system, because it is instances like this, you know, where you you can't make a reservation for one reason or another. And then, you know, by the time you have the ability to make a reservation, you are completely out of luck. You only have Epcot to choose from, or even worse, you don't have any park to you can choose from. So I feel like that's, that's a super frustrating thing to me. And that's why, you know, I've really started trying and it's hard because I'm like you, I'm kind of like a last minute person trying to make those reservations as soon as I know that I am going to be going to the park. So now the park that makes it harder for me is I only get five reservations per, you know, or, which uh, is what for, I ran into when I was making my theme park reservation. Cause I made them for the two girls. Cause they have tickets. I have an annual pass. So I go into that different pool. Exactly. Now, here's the funniest thing though, is I had all four parks available to me. I had all four. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I was so like, dang, it, I should just leave. <laughs> yeah, right, bam. But but that also becomes a, right, right, be. exactly. But that also becomes a problem because okay, I have this trip here yep. in you know this weekend, right? But I also have a trip planned for later in May. So my problem is, is I can only I have to split because if I want to make sure I have reservations for some of those May dates. I have to I have to make a decision on what I do with these. So it's really you really have to play kind of the game because you only have five reservations. When before, when I didn't have that problem, I could just I could just go, which was great. So I really I, I know I I really wish they'd get rid of the reservation system, and I know they love it so very much. But I it just it makes yeah, it, life it, so much fan. more difficult. I, I, I get it. Um, Let me ask you this, okay? Because that was the first time I ever ran into the five thing because I always have an on-site reservation. I'm always a resort yes. guest. Like I'm always pulling from the yeah. resort guest thing. And you have a lot more to, you know, you, get, you have like, more when you're as many days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like you get five, cause I saw that I had five. So I only made four cause I'm, I'm yeah. going to be staying longer. The girls are flying home on Monday, but I'm staying down for a couple other things. Right. Um, but like, when do they replenish? Like you get five until after like, you use. So the first, the day you use the first one, then, then I you get, can okay, make, so that you can, can make get one. that day okay. back. Okay. Yeah, that makes exactly. sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah, a rolling yeah. so kind of five. It's a rolling thing. Yes, exactly. So, but that's, that's the frustration is like, it, you know, you could, it, because you have five days and you're there longer than your five days, you could come up to the point where they are still sold out yeah, for everything, yeah. you yeah, know, that's bad. and then you're stuck like that's Yeah, that's it. Mm. <sighs> Let's not get started on that. Anyway. Um, so the other problem or issue, not really an issue, but the thing that comes up a lot when you have these last minute trips, like I take a lot is dining reservations. Um, of course, especially because if you're looking for, um, you know, any kind of sit down meal, you've got to make some sort of ADR ahead of time. Um, now I'm not the best at making ADRs. Look, it's Monday. I don't have any ADRs for this weekend at all. Uh, so what I like to do in those instances is, um, and when you do get to like the week of like your, your choices are definitely slimmer. Um, 
until you get to the point where it's the day before. The day before, that's when those people start canceling those reservations that they've maybe made that they thought they were going to be able to go to or, you know, whatever. So the pool generally opens up a little bit more on the day before that you're going. So I'll a lot of times pull it up the day before, see if there's anything that I want to make. Um, or I'll even pull it up the day of, you know, a couple hours before I want to eat or whatever. I'll see, hey, is there anything um, that I want to eat at at this point? And that sounds good. Again, a lot of times my my choices are, are limited, but I've been to enough Walt Disney World restaurants and tried enough things that like I'll, I'll generally have, most of the things are still pretty good. So when it's limited, I'll go, okay, this choice sounds good today. You know, I know what the restaurant has. Um, that's the great thing about researching and everything like that. And knowing all the, the restaurants um, to be able to choose a restaurant that sounds good to you at, the, at that moment that's available to you. Um, so just be flexible. That's kind of the best thing that I have. The best advice is for these last minute trips, especially when making advanced dining reservations, is you definitely want to be flexible because your number one choice may not be available to you at the time that you're looking to make a reservation. It may not be available to you the day before or it may not be available to you the day of. But just keep trying because you never know when that reservation is going to automatically like surprise pop up because you know i've been down there and mike i think you had similar situation where you were looking for something to eat and beaches and cream popped yeah. up and i was like yeah, yes yeah. let's go well we got it you know so you never know what could pop up in those instances um the ones that are sort of harder to get i will say topolinos i have actually been kind of looking for that one just you know offhand because i haven't been there in a while and i really like to go back for especially for breakfast Breakfast is just really difficult to get there, um, you know. So that's one that I've noticed is really hard. Things like Cinderella's Royal Table are still pretty hard, although I have seen those reservations pop up a little bit. Um, sci-fi and, is pretty uh, tough. Sci-fi, I, yeah, sci-fi is ridiculously difficult. I have managed to get 50s Prime Time um, before, so that one isn't as. It's still difficult, but not as bad. Um, actually, Hollywood Studios is usually pretty difficult to get a lot of reservations, and to be perfectly honest, but um, yeah, so. Uh, I just kind of, you know, look and see what, uh, Tusker House, I think is another one I haven't seen a lot of. Um, so, you know, I just kind of look and see what sounds good at that time. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. Good enough. I can eat there. We're good. Um, they also do have, uh, just to kind of throw this in too, the day that you're there, um, if you don't have anything, you can potentially join the, um, walk up, uh, the wait list, uh, which you have to be like, let me tell you, when I say you have to be near the restaurant, you have to be near that restaurant. Like I've been on the monorail and saw that, you know, a restaurant on the monorail loop is open and I can't grab it because I'm not close enough to that restaurant. Which is, so, I mean, I'm, I'm all about that though, because that way yes. you are invested because you're at that exactly. restaurant. Even though I'm in the vicinity, I can't like, but again, that also kind of stinks when say I'm at Animal Kingdom and I see, oh man, you know, I'm going to Magic Kingdom. I see Crystal Palace has a walk-up you know, wait right now. And I can, I could, and it's like 40 minutes from now. I know I'll be over there in 40 minutes and I can't join it. So, you know, that those kind of things that, that kind of are a little frustrating, but at least know, like if you're looking for something in the park or in the area that you're in, you do potentially have the ability to join that walk-up wait list. Now, sometimes it says that it's not available because the, the restaurant is completely full for that day. Um, but you never know again, when things will pop up. Um, like I said, I had a Crystal Palace one pop up on uh, my last trip, Brian and I went for it. We took it. They said the wait would be 40 minutes. We got called for our reservation literally within 10 minutes of that. So, or of us making the, the reservation. So you just never know. Yeah. Good tips. 
What about you, Scott, when you're thinking of last minute? Because, I mean, those are good points. Like the wait list, I think, is something a lot of people don't think about. But you do have to be in the proximity. you got to be right there at that restaurant. you got to be right there, yeah. Um, and I'm going to go through and just – because, uh, shockingly, the day we arrive on April 28th, there's quite a few ADRs available. It's a Thursday night, though, but we'll, we'll do that. But, Scott, what, what have you learned, like, going down last minute? What's helped you? Like, what do you think about it? Yeah. Well, jokingly, uh, before we recorded, I said, I'm not going to share all my good tips. And Ricky just shared my tips. So, which, which Sorry, is awesome. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Because I constantly change ADRs the night before. When 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 you're in the parks all, all day, you know, you get back to the room, you shower, you clean up, you're just watching TV or snacking in the room or poolside. I always get out that app and see what's available for tomorrow. Is the Cellier finally available mm-hmm. or what? Yeah. So, no, that's, that's a great tip. Um, what I was thinking for last minute, minute trips, though, is like sometimes you just got to change your like outlook on what yeah. the trip is going to be like. Um, you know, if you're like, you know, you're just on a Monday, you're like, ah, I'm just going to go to Walt Disney World on Friday. I'm going to go to Walt Disney World this weekend. Just have like a lower expectation, have a good outlook because being at Walt Disney World doing, you know, e-ticket attractions is a lot better than being at home in a rainstorm or whatever, you know, like you're in the magical, you're, you're living in the magic, you know. So just change the outlook and just try to go for doing attractions that you don't do very often, you know, like be willing to wait in some lines, just have a, have a fresh look at it. And I think you're just going to have an awesome trip. Well here too. I mean, this is one of the things, I mean, people are down on genie plus, but this is, this is like last minute trips are where genie plus is better than fast pass because Mm You had to book your fast passes. Was I can't remember at this point. Sixty days out. Sixty days. Sixty days. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been, I feel like it's been forever. But I mean, you know, you don't lose a disadvantage like in in Scott's scenario. Yeah. If you book, you know, decide on Monday, you're going down on Friday, and you buy Genie Plus, you are just as equal as somebody who booked that trip a year ago. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, think about it that, that way. It is crazy you to think, you're right? Yeah. Way. I mean, yeah. That that is one of. I mean. Take it or leave it. That is something that kind of keeps you even there. Okay, so I just, I just want to go through and just tell you, okay, just real quick. I clicked on dinner for April 28th for a party of three. That's what we'll be. And I, I'm shocked at this many places. Now, let's see if we see what these places have in common. Let's do a little study here. So now they're a little bit later times, a lot of them. We have Ale and Compass uh, Restaurant. That's a good choice. Uh, Boat Rights. That's over at Riverside if you've never been there. Boma. Cape May Cafe. City Works, Enzo's Hideaway, Flying Fish, Frontier Cochina. That's a good restaurant. A lot of people don't think about that place. Here's the old standby, Scott. Help Olivia's. Me. Help me. Uh, Grand Floridian oh. Cafe. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> the House of Blues Restaurant and Bar. Haleo. I have not been to Haleo, and I, I got to get there. I might have to book that one. It's at 945. There's no way I can eat that late. Uh, Gico. Jungle Navigation Company Limited, Skipper Canteen. Bro, like, this is a lot of restaurants. I'm just going to cut you off real I'm quick. Shocked. Like, halfway through the alphabet, and you've said it's so many good restaurants. They're, they're kind of late. Kona Cafe, La Creperie de Paris. How about that? La Hacienda. Now it's a 3.30 in the afternoon. Liberty Tree Tavern, Maria and Enzo's, Maya Grill, rock on. Nine Dragons, Olivia's, of course, at 7.45. That's a good time. Paddlefish, Paradiso 37, the best restaurant ever. No, just kidding. Uh, Planet Hollywood, Raglan Road, Rainforest Cafe, Rick's Sports Bar, Sebastian's Bistro, Splitsville, Terralina Crafted Italian, uh, let's see, the Boathouse, Crystal Palace, the Diamond Horseshoe, Turf Club, Tiffin's, Toledo, Tony's Town Square, Trails End, Trattoria Al Forno, Whispering Canyon, Wine Bar George, Wolfgang Puck Express, 
and and Yachtman's Steakhouse. Yachtman's Steakhouse, I should say. But, I mean, can you? I I was shocked. I mean, I thought I would pull up six or seven restaurants. Now, they are later in the day, but you got to, I think it's That's the tricky part, right? They're all like at 9 o'clock, 9.30. Well, Yachtman's at 7.30 on a Thursday night. I mean, that's not Okay, I would be taking that immediately. Yeah, Wine Bar George (laughs) is at 4.30. I mean, you could eat. Here's, Here's another tip, I think, too. I mean, well, when you go last minute, you could see that as an opportunity to do a lot of counter service because, I mean, there's a lot of good counter service at Walt Disney World and just supplement with like maybe every other day where you score a nice ADR, do it. But also I think this, you know, the thing about Walt Disney World is when I'm home, like I eat at the same times. Like I have my breakfast right at like 8.15 and then I eat my lunch at 11.30 every day and I have dinner, you know, depending on when I'm doing a podcast or whatever, that kind of is flexible. But at Disney World, like you can swing an eight o'clock dinner, even if you're an early dinner person, by just shifting the day and like having a snack at 2.30, having an ice cream. I mean, Scott, do you do that? And like, you know, just yeah. shifting, like having a snack to make your ADRs work out for that day. We've definitely done that. Or you're just, yeah, you just have to shift something in your day, whether it be like, we maybe we hang out at the pool longer than we originally yeah. anticipated, or we purposely eat a late breakfast because I could only get the nine o'clock Topolinos and I have to eat there this trip, you know? So yeah, you definitely mm-hmm. got to make some maneuvers, but um, it's totally worth it in the end. And sometimes those days end up being kind of fun because you're, you feel like you're behind your normal hours behind your normal schedule and just makes it kind of unique. So I like that. I like that idea. Mike. Yeah. I mean, the thing is you can do last minute trips. Of course, you know, we say this a lot that that half of the fun of a Walt Disney world vacation is the planning, you know, the anticipation, you know, like, I mean, as soon as I pulled the trigger on this Disneyland trip that I'm going on in July, I mean, I'm obsessed. Like I am a hundred percent obsessed. Like every time the Dodgers are on, TV, like I, I have to watch the Dodgers game now because I'm like, I tell I tell Pam, like we're we're going to that stadium, like we're gonna be there, and like <laughs> Chavez Ravine, we're gonna be there, like I can't wait, like I'm just, you know, and all that stuff. So uh, you know, you, you lose out on that, but also you lose out on the agony of <laughs> the six month wait, like you're just gone, like you just pack your bags and you're out of there. So Ricky, final thoughts on last minute trips, and we'll get out of here and have a good weekend. You'll have fun. You'll be there. I will be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I was actually not searching for dining as we were talking. Yeah, I was like, I should probably do this. Yeah, exactly. Um, No, you know what? Last minute trips, they are. They're so much fun. Um, They're, you know, like you said, you got to check your expectations. You got to know, like, I'm not going to get everything done. Or I may not get my, you know, first choice or my second choice or whatever. You know, I, I, but I'm still going to have a good time. I'm still in Walt Disney World. I may find a restaurant or, you know, whatever, uh, whether it be quick service or table service that I never thought I'd dine at. And I absolutely adore at this point now. Um, so, you know, you just, you'd never know. Um, and you know, the, you know, you may, you may not be wanting to go to Epcot every single day, but that would be a reason to get the park hopper at that point, you know? So like, if that's all the reservations you have, you know what? I'm going to get that park hopper because then at the, least I can hop park, to another park. What the park hopper does, it gets you around the theme park reservation system. I mean, it, exactly. honestly, it's your out because you can get into the other parks after two. It is. So like, but you know, because Mallory's going to want to go to the Magic Kingdom. So we're going to be able to after two. 
but keep in mind, you do have to go to the park that you yeah, made the reservation to. for. Yeah. I know. I just have a lot of times people are like, oh, well, I didn't end up going to that park, before, you know, before, and it's after two. Do I still have to go to that park? Yeah, you do. You Unfortunately, you do still have to go to that park. You have to check in. You have to, you know, go through the turnstiles, then immediately leave, which may or may not have ha has happened to my brother before where, you know, I've you know, gotten him a reservation at one park and then we've been at a different park and he still had the reservation for the first park. So, um, you know, literally you walk in and then walk out and go to the other park. But um, just know that that is something the park hopper is just can be an immeasurable tool for you at that point. So um, definitely, so I definitely suggest getting a park hopper if you have those last minute trips. But with those dining reservations, like I know, Scott, you were raving about a place, you know, you ate at Turf Club down there during your trip just a few weeks back. Yeah. You know, and that's a place that's not anybody's radar, but it was, you were staying at Saratoga Springs and it was this, you know, it just opened and, you know, restaurant there at Saratoga and you were raving about the place. So it was good, you know, value, great food. That, and yeah, that charcuterie board was so awesome. Yeah. So mm. definitely recommend that. And another thing too, we're talking about these last minute ideas and planning and obviously the park reservation system is going to be the most challenging but um like the dining you can keep looking for that too right mm -hmm. um there is some risk though i wish you could just modify it and like change it you have Amen. unfortunately you have to cancel yes you have to cancel your park reservation first before yeah. you can book a new one i but, wish you could modify too yeah but if you have an epcot one and i'm not if someone loses their park pass like please don't blame me but if you have an epcot one which is usually the one you can get and you see a Magic Kingdom or an Animal Kingdom pops up, studios or whatever, just keep looking for those dates and maybe you can quick cancel and grab one. Yeah. And if it's gone when you go to get it, then just grab your Epcot Come one back, back again. Yeah. You know, So it's a some risk associated with that, but it could have a big benefit if there's another park you really wanted to go to. That's a good point. Yep, I did that. I did that actually, uh, last, I think it was last summer when we took Mallory's friend, because we all, we added her later. We all had our theme park reservations. I could not get her to match up with us in a couple days. And I had to keep doing that same that. thing. Like she had Epcot and like, we're gonna have to take her to Epcot. So she, but eventually we did that same thing. I saw it and I was like, okay, you hold your breath though. And you do that, man, your heart's beating. I know. Like, Holy cow, I did that. that once I did it over princess. <laughs> um, we were just waiting for a bus for the Hollywood studios forever at animal kingdom lodge and would not come. Um, and then an Epcot bus came and I was like, we're getting on that bus. We're just going to go to Epcot. <laughs> so I'm in the bus, like, and I figured I'd get it because it's Epcot, you yeah, know, but yeah. we're in the bus and I'm, I'm, I have a Hollywood studio park fast and we're going to Epcot no matter what, cause we're on the bus now. So I'm like changing the park fast as I'm on the bus. You're doing the old school. <laughs> was the uh, first one that came. You're doing the theme park roulette. Like we used to do back in the two yeah. thousands. Uh, I miss, I miss doing that. That's yeah, the best. Same. All right. Well, Hey, thanks for hanging with us here on a Friday. Hope you had some fun. Uh, we talked some ice cream, uh, ice cream, imagineering with uh, ice cream runoff lanes. And then, Planning last minute trips. What more can you ask here? Yeah, get your money's worth. It was free. Mm -hmm. right? And Ricky, have a good time down there this weekend. Can't wait to watch. On Thank you. Yeah. If you guys want to follow along, you can follow along on uh, all social sites. So uh, mine, us, which is Ricky Nibs, or you can do it on the Beer Guest Podcast one, which is Beer Guest Pod, or you can do it on the Mouse for Less, which is probably the better one to do. But uh, you can do any or all three. I like I like that you follow on all three. <laughs> do, all, do all three at Beer Guest Pod, though. I like that one the best. Just so. Yeah, of course you do. I mean, you know, so I mean, we do different 
different uh, content. Some of Mike goes down. Obviously, I share some of Mike's stuff on the BR Guest Podcast one. So, you know, follow at least follow the BR Guest Pod and the Mouse for Less. And then if you want to follow me. I mean, I'll just give you the login information for Epscot if you want to fourth the, one. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. I might as well just manage a fourth one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, at least follow those two and then you can follow me if you want. Yes, follow at WikiNibs. <laughs> you get pictures of Daisy and, uh, you know, cones. And the cone, so. yeah, the shame. <laughs> follow Scott at Epscot. Follow me at BR Guest Mike, Instagram and Twitter. So we can all thing we can hang out in between shows we like that also mm-hmm. you can come over to the discord too i don't mention this very often but we do have a discord for everybody you can go to bitly bit dash l or sorry it's bit dot ly slash bogp discord just come on over i made a little short url so it's easy or you, you just go to vrguestpodcast.com and click on it there's a link but yeah hang out with us on discord we have a trivia game going on every day trish takes care of that Actually, she's down at walt disney world right now she even posted from walt disney world on her vacation the trivia game so how about that? That was pretty awesome. All right, we're going to get out of here. Don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Agents are standing by this weekend to help you plan an amazing trip. So just, you know what to do. Swing by the magicforless.com. Fill out that free, no obligation quote form. An agent will get back to you right away. And we'll be planning that trip together. Simple as pie. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That really does help us out. And thank you so much to our patrons who support the show each and every month. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. Come on over. Enjoy the fun. Patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. If you don't mind this week, if you have not done this already, We'd love a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have a few minutes, that would mean a lot to us. And if you've done that already, thanks so much for taking the time. We sure appreciate that. All right, we're going to get out of here, and we'll be back Sunday night, live call-in show, you, me, and Scotty G. So give us a call. Let's talk Disney. But until then, for Ricky and Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.